Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back. Final segment of Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you. I am Boyd Matheson. And as we round out our day today, uh, some of our crucial conversations that we've moved through. If you missed any of those, check out the podcast today. Uh, they'll go up this afternoon. You can go to kslpodcast.com. Just click on Inside Sources. And they're all broken down one segment at a time. It's really an easy way to go back and listen to the show or pick up on things you might have only caught a little bit of as you're jumping in and out of your car or on and off with Alexa. And some of those conversations today were were most critical as we talked about everything from the Congressional Budget Office giving a score and an outlook for what the economy is going to look at, how much money the government will likely bring in in taxes, and sadly, how much the government will spend going out, regardless of what it brings in. Those debt and deficit conversations are so crucial to get to. And we had a great conversation with Andrew Louts about that very thing as he looks at the Congressional Budget Office score. And again, the Congressional Budget Office is there to have us be accountable and to make Congress show their work, just like your fifth grade teacher. Show the work, show how you got to your answer in your math. And then let's look and see if it's anywhere in the realm of possibility. And, of course, what we see is there there is still a lot of waste, fraud, and abuse. And we pointed out that despite all the things that there have been shortages of of late, the one thing that we seem to have plenty of is red ink. Uh, we are running in the red uh, in terms of how much we're spending versus how much the government's taking in. Uh, and it's it's not a taxing problem. It's not a revenue problem. Last year, the fiscal year that ended in September of 2021, the IRS brought in more revenue, more revenue than at any time in history. So it is not a funding problem. It is not a revenue problem. It is a spending problem. We're spending more than we have. And the trajectory of that is uh, is very worrisome. And so we had a great conversation with Andrew Louts about that. Of course, Senator Mitt Romney joins us right off the top of the show today to talk about something that's going to take place tomorrow that we should definitely all keep our eye on. It will be in Washington, D.C. Very important. You'll have uh, Senator Romney. You'll also have uh, Governor Spencer Cox and Navajo Nation President Jonathan Nez are all going to join U.S. Secretary of Interior Deb Haaland uh, to sign the Navajo-Utah Water Rights Settlement Act. It's $200 million uh, in funds to provide clean water to the Navajo Nation, the Navajo people here in the state of Utah. That will take place tomorrow 
back in our nation's capital. And that's a, an important win for the Navajo Nation and the citizens here in the state of Utah. We also spent some significant time today uh, talking about an interesting thing at the National Press Club. We don't often talk about what happens inside the National Press Club, but it was uh, it's it was a critical conversation, a crucial conversation. Normally, it's politicians in the press going at it there. Uh, this time, it was uh, an apostle in the press. Elder David A. Bednar of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints both gave a formal address and had a Q&A session with the president of the National Press Club. And it was a wide-ranging conversation, very insightful, uh, a great re-listen if you want to go back and check that on the podcast today. And as we round out the day today, I want to kind of bring everything into perspective just a little bit. Obviously, we continue uh, to piece our way through very slowly through the tragedy that took place down in Texas uh, at a Robb Elementary School. And there are still far more questions than there are answers. And it's going to remain that way for a while uh, as law enforcement officials work their way through uh, as they get all the details and all the facts, there's still a, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of questions in terms of what happened, when it happened, time frames, all of those things that are so important to figure out why things went wrong, how they went so radically wrong, uh, and the lives, of course, that were lost and the mourning that continues to take place. We know that President Joe Biden and First Lady Jill Biden will be there in Texas on Sunday in that very important role of consoler-in-chief. I happen to believe it's one of the most important responsibilities of any president, regardless of political party, is their ability to connect with the nation and unite the nation in times of mourning and grief and suffering. And whether that's a natural disaster, a man-made disaster, or a catastrophe uh, and tragedy that we've seen uh, play out in Uvalde, Texas, uh, that is an important role of, a, of the president of the United States, of our president, again, regardless of your political party. And so Sunday will be an important day for the president as he mourns, as he comforts and consoles, and then as he helps the those there pick up the pieces, and as he points the nation in a direction. And I do think there are some directional opportunities that are coming up. We know that just within the last hour, the Senate Minority Leader, Mitch McConnell, has instructed Senator John Cornyn, senior senator from Texas, uh, to lead up a bipartisan effort to have conversations with their Democratic colleagues to look at areas as it relates to red flag laws uh, and background checks uh, that uh, they can get some bipartisan support and a possible resolution on uh, and to me, that always leads to those moments. I think those are crucial moments uh, as we look at what do we do and how do we move forward. Uh, again, it can't be just another natural reaction, a knee-jerk reaction. We need to make sure that we get something that is helpful, that makes a difference, and that moves everything forward. But you have to be willing to step into those moments. Uh, you may not think that there is a right solution there. That's okay. Uh, but can you go into a conversation open? I often refer to those as kairos moments. Kairos is a Greek word that means the, the right or the opportune moment. Uh, in rhetoric, kairos is a, uh, is a passing instant when an opportunity or an opening appears, and you have to move through it swiftly with great force 
uh, or it closes up and moves on. So Kairos is, is different. Normally when we talk about time, we talk about chronos, uh, like chronological time, sequential time. Kairos is different. Kairos is the, the chance of a lifetime, the opportunity moment that comes. And we have to remember that the opportunity of a lifetime can only be grasped in the lifetime of the opportunity. And often that is very fleeting. Uh, we know that Winston Churchill coined the phrase, uh, to every person there comes that moment when they are figuratively tapped on the shoulder and given an opportunity to do something special, unique to them and fitted to their talent. And then he cautioned, what a tragedy if that moment finds them unwilling or unprepared for what could have been their finest hour. Uh, Those are the moments we need our leaders. Those are the moments we need our communities. Those are the moments each one of us have to be ready, that tap-on-the-shoulder moment, a chance to do something that will make a difference, and that's the test. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.